counting down the top 20 albums in Canada. Hi, this is Joel Plaskett. This is Christina Martin. Hey, this is Joseph Garmisch from the band Soon. Hi, this is Basha Bulat. Hey, it's Bill Sharma from the band Heat. Hey, here's Louis from Solid. Hey, it's Kieran Adams from Diana, and you're listening to the Earshot 20. This is the Earshot 20. Here is Anthony Enman and Brian Cleveland. I just can't believe how much we have packed in to the next two hours of this program. Back again, it's myself, Anthony M. and Brian Cleveland, also in studio. And you know what we're doing. We're counting down the top 20 albums charting across the nation from earshot-online.com. Head on over. Check out the website. Brian's going to let you know what you'll find if you go there. You should go and check it out. We tell you every single week, and it bears repeating that Earshot is the National Campus and Community Radio Report, published every single week by the National Campus and Community Radio Association. Thanks so very much to the staff and volunteers involved in the association and projects like this one, and unlike this one that uh, we all take part of as members. Huge help to make this show exist. It literally wouldn't be called the Earshot 20 without it. And the big part of that website is the National Top 50. This week we are counting down the most played releases for the week ending Tuesday, April 4th, 2017, which if I'm not mistaken is actually the exact date of the fifth anniversary of this show's debut, the very first episode, I think. Really? April 4th, 2012. It could be a different date in April, but I think that might you be it. It might be in the second. You sent me You sent me a message about it. I'll look up on <laughs> you. Uh, Again, as you go and check it out, the entire National Top 50 is there. We're about to get into the Top 20 playing selections from all of those releases, getting airplay all across Canada. Every single week, about 30 different campus community radio stations submitting their top 30, which you can go and check out as well as genre-specific charts regionally and nationally for electronic hip-hop, international jazz, loud folk, roots, and blues, monthly and yearly countdowns, reviews, interviews, so many other features. Again, go and check all that out at earshot-online.com. Earshot20 at gmail.com. That's our email. Facebook.com slash Earshot20. Our home on Facebook and at Earshot20 is our handle on Twitter. All the great ways to reach out, all the great ways to get in touch if you are an emerging canadian band or artist and you'd like some exposure on this show we're happy to do that for you we'll play something from your latest release and we'll give you an interview and that will all start happening again probably the beginning of next month because this month we've jam-packed the show with east coast talent of course as our coverage continues with the east coast music awards in association with the east coast music awards festival and conference happening in st john new brunswick april 26th to the 30th if you head to our facebook page you have a chance to win two festival wristbands you like and share our contest photo it's starting to pick up now entries are blown up today so go and get in there there you go now just to just to clarify for you three you sent a message and it was on march 10th Three weeks ago was the fifth anniversary of the show. But remember, we did a trial of the show Mm -hmm. and then we fine tuned so much so that we took an entire month (laughs) to do the next one. And that show aired on April 6th. Oh, okay. So as we record, no, not even as we record. I was off off base. But hey, it's it's still beginning of April. It's been about five years now. It's been five years. That's crazy to think. 200 200 and some shows that's that's pretty pretty awesome so there you go we've been on the air for a long time and if you've been listening to us right from show number one we've got a special prize for you mine and brian's unconditional love (laughs) (laughs) there's conditions (laughs) 
Well, there's conditions for yours, not for mine. Uh, anyway, we've got the charts to bring you in this hour of the program. The first 10 of the top 20 plus, we are going to be uh, chatting again with Owen Meany's batting stance. We've also got Stephen back for music news for another week. And that's all happening coming up. But first, we should chat about uh, movement on the charts because I know that there is. I just know there's some. Yeah, for last two reasons. Week. Oh, go ahead. It happens every every week. And your chicken scratches on the top of the uh, page. (laughs) Lots of notes because last week we had our first new number one following about nine weeks with Oustra at the top. Mm -hmm. Last week's number one most played album all across Canada was Home Shakes Fresh Air. This week, another new number one, which uh, hasn't happened basically since the at all this year. And, uh, you know, we've been kind of expecting it over the last couple of weeks, how long is Oustra going to be at the top? And so many other albums from great big Canadian artists that get lots of love all across campus community radio in this vast country that maybe at any other time period would have been the number one album of the week. And uh, we're definitely seeing tons of movement this week. Not a single one of our top 20 last week sitting still, which also almost never happens. Uh, So in addition to a brand new number one to tell you about in about two hours time, we also have three new or returning records and uh, there's lots of things moving all across the borders. That as well means we're dropping at least a couple albums from our charts this week. But as you've seen lots and as you'll see again this week, just because you fall out of the top 20 doesn't mean it can't reappear just as quickly the following week, especially with some of these records literally being one or two spots outside of our top 20. That includes Heat dropping from number 12 to number 21, Five Alarm Funk from number 7 to number 22, and Mozart's sister was into our show for the first time last week at number 20, and their latest is at number 27 this week. Well, there you go. All right, we are going to kick it off, start the countdown, and we're going to start at number 20, I guess. At number 20 last week, number 19, it was the XX with their latest, I See You. You're in here track to kick off our show this week called Test Me. In the middle, number 19, down from number 16, an artist has been jumping in and out of our charts with a cool new EP called Lady in Mind. You're in here track this week called Juniper, the lead track from that release. And at number 18, it is the Courtney's with a track called 25 from their newest, simply titled Two. Last week, number 11. This week, closing out this set at number 18. Here is the XX. Test Me is the name of the song. You're number 20. Stick around. There's more on the way. It's the Earshot 20. <sighs> Tell me this time you've changed 
You're listening to the Earshot 20. Number 18. This week at number 18, last week number 11, that was The Courtney's with a track from the album 2 called 25. In the middle of that set, Begonia, the lead track from their newest EP, Lady in Mind, is called Juniper. And kicking off our show this week was Test Me by The XX, their latest I See You dropping just one spot this week to number 20 to kick off our Earshot 20 countdown. Okay, quick break from the charts. And we last chatted with Dana Walker in October following the release of the self-titled EP Own Meanie 
Chinese batting stance. It's a project that he uh, put out back in October, and we had a chance to catch up with him and chat about the record. We're going to uh, have a chance to see him because he's going to be coming during East Coast Music Week. Of course, you know we are doing a contest on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash earshot20. You can like and share our contest photo for a chance to win a couple of wristbands and one of those opportunities maybe to see Daniel perform. He's back on the show with us right now. Daniel, welcome back to the Earshot 20. Hey, thank you so much for having me. So how have things been? I mean, it has been a little bit since we chatted in October and that was the release and things were crazy. Are things still crazy now? Have you been doing a lot of touring? What's been going on with you? Yeah, um, things have definitely been uh, a little bit on the busy side. We um, we wrapped up our fall portion of touring right around right before, right after we last spoke, and then did a few showcases at Nova Scotia Music Week and in the dead of winter. And in the last two months, I've been booking a tour around the ECMA, so going down to Toronto for CMW, and then working on some touring in the summer to Germany, which is really exciting. So it's been. Uh, trying to get a bunch of ducks in a row and not even knowing what those ducks even look like have <laughs> made the task a little difficult. <laughs> and have you ever have you ever had the chance to play abroad, or will this be your first time going uh, going somewhere outside of country to to perform and and bring your music to the outside uh, world? Uh, this is my first time having the chance to bring the music and myself outside of uh, outside of Canada. I've been outside before, but not for music. Very cool. Uh, anything you're looking most forward to by visiting uh, another country and, and, and bringing your music? Well, I mean, I'm a huge Kurt Vonnegut fan, and um, the tragedy that occurred in Dresden, Germany, had a lasting impact on him. So selfishly and close-mindedly, I'm really hoping to have the, the chance to spend some time in Dresden and go to a few war memorials. Um and then otherwise, and I've really enjoyed the UK and German music culture. They've um, been very supportive of bands that I look up to, such as The Burning Hell and The Weaker Then. So I'm looking forward to performing in, uh, in town cities that I haven't played before, but that have been receptive to other bands of a similar elk. That's awesome. And so let's switch gears. We'll chat about uh, somewhere a little closer to home. In fact, right here in St. John, New Brunswick for us, where this show is recorded and broadcast from every week first before we go out for syndication. That is East Coast Music Week happening here in the city at the end of April, April 26th to the 30th. Folks will have a chance to see you along with a just a crazy long list of other musical talent throughout the week and on Saturday, April 29th, you're going to be at the Trinity Royal Room for the RBC breakout stage. What is it like to be invited to be able to come and showcase and be part of an event like this? Uh, It's extraordinarily validating. Um, Absolutely validating because when I moved out here from Ontario, the East Coast Music Awards and Nova Scotia Music Week were the two big bodies and uh, you know, they've done, done such a wonderful job as institutions to sustaining and supporting um, Atlantic music. And I've recognized that for a long time. And to have the, um, the acknowledgement to be asked to perform or to be accepted to perform at a breakout stage, it's extraordinarily validating. It's very exciting. And um, it reaffirms that, um, you know, this project. And it's one of the few indicators that reaffirms um, that there's, a tangible sense of of getting it that's going on out there, which I wasn't always sure if 
if, if, if this project would stick to anything at all. So, yeah. Very cool. And outside of the fact that you get to play and you're going to be uh, part of the week, is there anything you're most looking forward to? I've had some pretty unique answers to this, so feel free. It doesn't have to be a standard answer. Anything that you're most looking forward to with East Coast Music Week? Oh, it's uh, the summer camp vibes, I guess. There's, uh, Although it's my first East Coast Music Week, I've gotten to present a lot of the performers, and um, if it's anything like past, showcases or conferences there's this really wonderful low-key camp feeling seeing a lot of friends that you don't get to see all in one place uh for a long time so that's the aspect i'm most looking forward to on top of seeing some really really fantastic bands awesome we look forward to seeing you here in st john the rbc breakout stage it's on saturday april 29th from eight to two uh daniel will be there with own meanings only owen meanies batting stance along with a number of other musical talents that will be rocking that stage you can check it all out at the east coast music week and find more about owen meanings bat own meanies batting stance. i don't know why i can't get this one out owen meanies batting stance one dot bandcamp.com to find out more uh, Daniel, thanks very much for catching up with us, and we uh, wish you the best of luck, and hope we'll see, run into you while you're here in St. John. Hey, thanks so kindly. I, I hope so as well. I'll be around for more than a few days. Awesome. You're going to hear a song right now from the self-titled EP, Owen Meany's Batting Stance. Here it is, and more of the charts are on the way, too. Stick around. It's the Earshot 20. Am I the effervescent? Dance is up, I got a compass 
listening to the Earshot 20. Number 17.
You're listening to the Earshot 20. Number 16.
That was King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard from the newest album, Flying Mokotonal Banana. At number 16, rising one spot this week, you heard a track called Sleep Drifter. Louise Burns in there as well. You heard the title track from her latest album at number 17, down to number 14, Young Mopes. And we also heard Owen Meany's batting stance with a track called Dissonance. All right, we're going to take a break from the charts and head to the phone lines. And we are on the line with Stephen Karlick. Our friend at Exclaim Magazine, the senior editor there, Stephen. Always good to catch up. My friend. My friend. My, and my friend, too. I nodded, uh, I nodded my head uh, respectfully there. I also, like, removed a pretend hat from my head and tipped it to you. So there, there you we go. go. Yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, lots of music news to talk about this week. And, you know, I, I understand why it's starting with this. And it's been all over the news in the past week. Russell Peters didn't do himself any favors at the Junos uh, this past week. No, he didn't. Customarily, I start with the bad news, but this is bad and silly should not have happened. It's also, like you said, it's been dominating headlines. It's been getting the most traffic on our site by a mile, so it's, it's pretty crazy stuff. Juno Awards still do have a long way to go when it comes to representing diversity, and that includes, of course, the celebration of women's contributions to Canadian music, which they made some small steps towards doing and took some giant leaps backwards at the same time, as the evening's broadcast was sullied with a slew of sexist remarks from co-host comedian Russell Peters. A growing online backlash against the comedian's hosting job drew attention to a series of troubling comments that were made before and during the show. Peters opened the evening by surveying the crowd and cracking, quote, look at all the young girls. This is a felony waiting to happen. It was later pointed out by Kira Lynn Ferdiver in a column for the Ottawa Citizen that the women in the audience deserved more respect while the men who were present deserved a better education than this. Many people sharing their reactions online agreed. It wasn't the only comment of his to justifiably draw ire. Peters also gave a shout-out to Melanie Jolie. She was there because she's the Minister of Canadian Heritage to present the burgeoning star Ruth B. with her Breakthrough Artist of the Year award. And Peters said he wasn't sure why she was there. Quote, but she's hot, so who cares? Unfortunately, Peters' sexist remarks began even before the official broadcast went to air as an E.T. Canada video from the pre-show red carpet captures the comedian posing with a male and female Mountie. He said, I'm only mounting one of you and then turned to the male Mountie and said, it's not you. So uh, plenty of hilarity from, uh, from Russell, Russell Peters on the night. It was, of course, much talked about online, prompted the Juno Awards to respond to the controversial jokes. In a statement posted on the award show's website on April 4th, just a few days after the ceremonies, Karis, president and CEO, Karis being the Canadian Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, wrote that, quote, we do not in any way support, nor did we sanction the off-script remarks Mr. Peters made in regards to the girls and women in attendance at the awards along with his inappropriate reference to the Honourable Minister Melanie Jolie. You can read that complete statement at exclaim.ca as well as the Juno's website. Meanwhile, Russell Peters has yet to publicly comment on the backlash, but I'm sure it will be hilarious. (laughs) Oh, sarcasm. I don't know how well that translates. (laughs) I certainly 
many people should know which uh, which side of that coin I fall on. They really, they really should. I think they do. Uh, all right. Well, you know, controversy. It happens at award shows, and this is uh, the Junos. You know, a Canadian award show is not off the table from that. I guess we'll move on to our next story. Uh, in the vein of talking about the Junos, I know that Russell Peters did make a mention to this. Uh, Justin Trudeau has challenged Matthew Perry to a rematch. Yes some context for that for those who aren't aware. It did come to light last month that friend star Matthew Perry, i.e. the guy who played Chandler Bing, bullied Canada's head of government, Mr. Justin Trudeau, back in their Ottawa elementary school days. As Perry told Jimmy Kimmel while appearing on Jimmy Kimmel Live, that was on March 15th. This past Saturday, April 1st, the Prime Minister of Canada celebrated April Fool's Day by challenging Perry to a new fight, spewing smack talk like, quote, who hasn't wanted to punch Chandler? (laughs) Uh, While Trudeau's threat may have been purely in jest, Perry nevertheless responded on April 2nd, politely declining the offer for a rematch, saying, quote, given that you currently have an army at your disposal. Of course, it all is also a reference to the fact that Trudeau was crowned the winner in a much publicized charity boxing match against Senator Patrick Brazeau. That was quite a few years ago, but, uh, you know, Trudeau, known to, known to drop the gloves now and then. <laughs> it was, of course, a joke, but I can't say that I don't kind of want to see it. A lot of, I mean, that would be, that that would that would generate a lot of money for charity if the go. two of them got into a ring that'd be Thanks. pretty fun <laughs> all right one more before we round out this hour of music news and fans of neurosis and converge you're going to be pretty happy with this one yeah this is a heavy music fans dream lineup last year was neurosis's 30th anniversary and shows with converge gave way to a mashup between the former's snakes and the latter's famous album jane doe But the worlds of the two boundary-pushing bands are now once again colliding, thanks to a full-on North American tour. Despite being just a week in length, the short summer tour will hit Canada twice, with the bands descending on Montreal and Toronto on August 1st and 2nd, respectively. Along for much of the trek will be Belgium post-metal outfit Amenra, who will make a long-awaited return from across the Atlantic. You can see the full tour dates at exclaim.ca, dates in Chicago, Detroit, Pittsburgh, all along the U.S. eastern seaboard. If you have uh, access to those cities via car, you can see all of those at exclaim.ca, as well as a tour trailer video, which is fairly awesome. But yeah, very cool band. Neurosis and Converge, both very, very beloved veteran bands in their heavy respective genres. So if you are a fan of them, get to that tour. Yeah, check it out. All right, we are going to get back to the charts. We have more music on the way. Steven's going to stick around for the second hour of the program. More music news for you on the other side. Brian's going to let you know what's coming up next. Our big debut this week is number 15. The Harpoonist and the Axe Murderer are back with a new album called The Apocalyptic. And you're going to hear a track called Get Ready.
it's the Earshot 20. And down just one spot this week to number 14. It is the father-son duo of Bill and Joel Plaskett with their first duo duo album. It's called Solidarity. And you heard a track from that one called No Sight Compares. And for the first time on our show, a debut of their newest album, Apocalyptic. It was The Harpoonist and The Axe Murder with a new track called Get Ready. When I first saw that word, it's really hard to to wrap your mind around how you're supposed to say that, but it's apocalyptic, I guess. Apo- An interesting... Or, or, a, or a pack of lipstick. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Anyway, all right, well, there you go. Uh, we've got three more tracks to get to. We're going to do it right now. Brian's going to let you know what's coming in at number 13. It re-enters the national top 50 all the way up at number 13 this week. It is Amelia Curran. Her newest is called Watershed, and you're going to hear a track called Act of Human Kindness. Some notion you had wrapped around your finger Every act of human kindness on a string You'd proudly undergone a great disaster Emerged upon the other side a king And having lost the gentle efforts of the morning the shining of some ill-forgotten thing You close your eyes and dream the world is turning You hold your breath and balance and begin And far and wide the great divide lays meddling in wait With plans of other fates to cling Far and wide, the other side of gratitude, of grace Like racing in one place, I heard them fall The words are tied and tattered but unbroken Melody familiar, still the same The rise and fall, a parasol, a quiet bit of shade The end of the parade and then the rain And far and wide the great divide lays meddling in wait With plans of other fates to claim Far and wide, the other side of gratitude, of grace Like racing in one place, I heard them fall Some notion you had wrapped around your finger Every act of human kindness on a string Listening to the Earshot 20, number 12.
Earshot 20. Number 11. It's the Earshot 20. That was number 11, dropping just one spot this week. Thundercat with his newest album, Drunk. And you heard a track called Tokyo. Beating Bowser in the middle there from the Luyas at number 12. Down from number 8 is their newest album on Paperback Records, Human Voicing. And re-entering our charts at number 13, Amelia Curran from her newest record, Watershed. You heard Act of Human Kindness. And that does it for us for the first hour of the program. If you're just joining us, it is the Earshot 20. I'm Anthony Evan, Brian Cleveland, also in studio. And we do this every week. Countdown, the national top 20 albums charting across the nation from Earshot-Online.com. The show is recorded out of local 107.3 fm st john new brunswick's campus and community radio station before it is sent out uh, before it, it airs every friday first here in st john from 5 to 7 p.m atlantic standard time then sent out for syndication across the nation to many great campus community online radio partners and you could be listening to us if you are downloading from radioforall.net or podcasting through itunes no matter how you're listening to us thanks for tuning in stick around more is on the way in the next hour of the program including more features for the ecmas as well as Stephen brian's got the lowdown it's going to be a jam-packed hour you're not going to want to miss it stick around the year shop 20 returns after this <laughs>